This is where projects come to life. Our showrooms are designed to inspire with the latest products from top brands, curated in an inviting, hands-on environment, and a team of industry experts to support your project. We'll be there to make sure everything goes as planned, from product selection to delivery coordination. At Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery, your project is our priority. See the latest designs from your favorite brands, including Thermador, at your local Ferguson showroom. Hello, and welcome back to Petals of Support. This is Mama D. Tonight we have part two of my special sleepover with my friend Dustin from the Rewatch Recap Podcast, as well as the Dustin Can Read and Watch Podcast. Tonight he shares a lot about his struggles with mental illness, finding a diagnosis therapy, his feeling that he needed to mask who he was and how that has affected him throughout his life. He is so open and so honest, and I thank him so much for opening up to me and sharing it with everyone who's listening. I hope you enjoy this part two. And if you haven't listened to part one, please go back and do that. That was the episode before. But sit back and enjoy part two of a renewed sleepover with my friend Dustin. So, but, you know, and like, that's what I'm saying. A lot of people are struggling like with mental health and a lot of people are going through a lot of stuff. And that's another thing I wanted to talk about because I have always struggled with mental health ever since I was a kid and Mm -hmm. I knew it. I knew it as a kid. I'm talking like preteens kid. Okay. And I told my mom, mom, I need to go see a therapist. I need to see a therapist. And she just was like, uh, no, you don't, you know? I mean, it was the night. It was the early nineties. Well, it was no, like- I sigh because I just had a conversation with someone else about this. That one of the things that I am, and it, we're a long way from there. Mm-hmm. But I appreciate that now people can be more open, kids, mm-hmm. adults, and people are listening. We have a long way to go. Don't get me wrong; not everyone is listening, and not everyone is taking things serious. You know, we're roughly, I mean, you're younger than me, but it's that age where people did not sit in class and say, I have anxiety taking a test with people around. I need a quiet place and have, you know, teachers or people who are like, okay, we can provide that for you. Mm -hmm. No one said that you had that kid who was next to you having a complete anxiety attack because they could not handle the situation. They failed. And they just failed the class. And I love that now we can be a that, little bit that more. Was my, that was me. That was, a, See, I was that kid. Right. And I mean, I wish you could have said, but it was not, you couldn't. It was not such an open conversation. And I feel bad that your mom did not, you know, take you where you requested to go. But I also don't blame her because oh, you I just know. didn't do that. It was really, you know, my mom and dad would have been the same way. I'd been like, no, you're not. You know, that go to church or, you know, go to, you've got friends, talk to your friends or let's talk about it. I'm like, but you're the one causing me <laughs> to be stressed. Yeah. Don't want to talk to you about it. So probably yeah. not going to change itself. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, no. I, I was just making a point like that was how long I had dealt with it, you know what I right, mean? And, right. I, and then um, I, you know, I went through a different therapist, a couple of therapists and like, oh, and something else I learned, by the way. Mm-hmm. 
um, a lot of people don't discuss. So you watch TV and movies and you see mm-hmm. psychiatrists and psychiatrists giving therapy. That is very uncommon, I found. Uh-huh. <laughs> For a psychiatrist, someone who can write your prescription to do actual therapy with you and talk through things. Usually what I have found is you go in, you mention symptoms and they're like, okay, it sounds like you need this. Here's a prescription. That's what I've gone through. Um, And probably, and maybe even from like an actual therapist suggestion that maybe I haven't Mm -hmm. had that happen, but it's not like they show in TV. They're not usually all in one. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is a good, people. good point. Right. They're two separate people. Um, or, you know, whether you're seeing a psychologist, whether it is more of a counselor, whatever it is, but you're right. They tend to be two separate people that you hope are communicating, but that's not always true. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm sure there are you know, psychiatrists that all do therapy. I'm sure there are. There probably are. I just are, don't yeah. think they're that common. Like you would right. think, you know, they see on mainstream media mm-hmm. but um i just wanted to let you guys know that mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're looking for a therapist don't think that you're gonna get drugs with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but if you're looking for one like i also think a lot of people are like i can't find a therapist i don't know if my insurance will take it here's the thing all right so i started with a great therapist on a telehealth network um okay. called teledoc and my insurance pays for it 100 percent. and this is like mm-hmm. Affordable Healthcare Act, mm-hmm. health insurance, you know, um, from the healthcare.gov or org or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, because most in, in-person therapy sessions are expensive, but if you're okay with talking with somebody just over video phone, you're still getting the same experience for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really loved it. Like, I, oh, I, I really... love that that option is out there yes. because not everyone, sometimes the anxiety is actually going to the mm-hmm. uh, to someone you don't know being in a place you're not comfortable and op- where if you can sit in your house or your room with your things that make you comfortable maybe your your cat or you know something that you can hold on to my goodness i'm so glad they offer that now it's a oh, wonderful yeah. and i'm so glad you had a good experience with it because i don't know too many people who have used it mm-hmm. so it's nice to hear that it is it's been positive for you i mean right and it's it's licensed people for your state and mm-hmm. it's and you get to see like their profile all the things that they cover the things that they're okay with talking about some people are you know if you're if you're pro lgbt if you're you know uh very feminist if you want to talk about like a really per- certain personal topics you know or, or mm-hmm. if, you know, if you are neurodivergent um anything like that. Like they have different people for each area that cover, you know, some people do this more, some people do this more and right. you can see their pictures. You can see, you know, you know, everything about them. You can choose different therapists and then mm-hmm. request, Hey, can I be your patient? And they you request a time. And then I do it weekly and Good. I don't have to pay for it at all. It's awesome. I already paid for my insurance. So it's already paid for. Yeah. So I, I highly recommend people look into it. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah. If you can, it might be uh, go, um, especially teledoc, especially because I think they work more with insurance companies. Um, okay. And I don't, and I don't know, if, I know some other ones are a little bit more expensive because, you know, mm-hmm. um, but I think teledoc was really good. I, I really love that option. Um, try out different therapists. That's another mm-hmm. thing. Just try out different ones. You don't have to stay with one for however long. You, you if you don't like them after the first session, then don't go back. Make and it you will not somebody else. hurt someone's feelings. That is a big one that I think we all do. Whether it is a doctor, whomever it mm-hmm. is, it's that idea that, oh, I don't want to hurt their feelings. You're not going to. I no. mean, I'm sure that you could, you could, you could hurt their feelings. But just saying, you know what, this is not a good fit. 
they want the best for you. That's mm-hmm. why they're in the field they're in. I mean, this is, you know, a doctor, a dentist, anyone. So if it's not, if you're not comfortable, then you don't need to keep going back. Find some, just find somebody else. Don't right. just throw in the towel and say, I'm not doing this anymore, but find somebody else because there is a fit out there for you. Right. It unfortunately might take a little work to find that person, but the whole goal is to feel comfortable. Right. So, you know, yeah, I totally agree. Keep, you know, find the right one. Because it took me, it took me a few years actually. Cause I mean, mm-hmm. I hate to say that, but I mean, but at the same time I was going doing a lot of other things, you know, right. and um, this just turned out to be, I just, I think this is a good option because you get a lot of, a lot of options of uh, therapy all in one place. And mm-hmm. it's, just, it's just really good to do, um, you know, and like, you know, like you were saying, not all personalities align. So yeah. Know, just find another one if you need one. But uh, yeah. when you do, when you do find one that you like and you're talking to them, you're like, I really like them. I like talking to them. I feel better after talking to them. Especially, you'll know they're good, especially if you feel better after talking to them. Oh, yes, even though yes. the first time, yeah. if you feel like a big weight is off your shoulders, mm-hmm. it's like, oh my gosh, it feels so much better. That feels right. so much better. I Like I walked out of my first session. I was just happy. I was like, good, I, good. I got all that off my chest and I, and they listened, you know? Right. And, um, and they gave me actual good feedback. So mm-hmm. um, the one thing you want to do is just, hopefully your therapist will give you homework at some point. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. after the first few sessions, they probably won't do, you know, they're getting to know you and whatnot, Yeah. but they might be like, all right. So I want you to think about this and make sure you bring a pad and pen- pencil to the desk or wherever you're mm-hmm. doing this. And get ready to do that homework because that's the whole point. Right. I mean, in regular everyday, you can't just talk it out for an hour a week or even a month and think that, oh, things are going to be great. You have to do the work to mm-hmm. get it right. So, I mean, you and you also have to admit you may be in the wrong in some situations. Yeah. Uh-huh. People don't like that. No, they don't. They like don't. to admit that they were in the wrong <laughs> or that their original thought process might not have been correct. Yeah. You just got to admit, like, if somebody says it was not the right thing to do, you're, you know, right. or you you made a mistake, but that's okay. People make mistakes. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Not everybody's correct. You're not perfect. Right. Admit that to yourself. <laughs> well, admit it and learn. So when, if it happens, the same situation happens again, mm-hmm. you make a different choice. Because if we keep making the same choices and think we're going to get a different outcome, it's not going to happen. Right. So if we don't like the outcome, what? Do we need to do different ourselves? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's that we need to be away from this person. You know, it could be, you know, we need to leave the job, whatever it could be. But maybe it's what we are doing and we change that. And maybe we then get the outcome that we we wanted mm-hmm. and then we can keep applying that. So, yes, I and you're so right about homework. It's work. Everything is work. It, I wish it wasn't. I wish things were so much easier. Yeah. But, but I mean, that's not. the whole point. I mean, you can't, right. you don't just change because you talk to somebody. It would be awesome if you did. Right. It would be awesome. But the you most know. effective hypnotherapist in the world, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like, all right, after this one session, your life is perfect. Oh, that my would gosh. Be, we'd all be lined up, wouldn't we? Be like, oh, my. They would have all the money, all the money, yes. you know? And yep. so, you know, I'm not, yeah, it's not going to happen. So yeah. <laughs> you yeah. have to do the work and everything. You have to do the work in everything in life and it sucks, but you have to. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and the work so. is probably not going to be fun. It's probably going to be upsetting in some way. Sometimes it can be fun. I mean, I remember, you know, giving clients things that actually were fun. There was a side note to it mm-hmm. that maybe, you know, but it was actually a fun exercise, but a lot of it was not fun and it sucked. And there's a <laughs> lot of emotions that came out, but so, when it's over, 
and everybody's feeling better. You're like, there was a method to it. Sometimes we don't see the method at first, but we trust in the person that we have picked to kind of walk on this journey with us. And maybe they, they know. And then if we go through the process and it doesn't work well, okay, <laughs> we'll try something different, but it's <laughs> not fun. But there is the whole idea is that the end result is that you'll walk away feeling lighter, feeling happier, mm-hmm. having better tools for whatever is next coming. Maybe up. less confused, you know, because yes. sometimes you're kind of like, I don't know what's going on with me, you know? Yeah. So, you know, it helps. And it's like, and you know what? Here's another thing. Mm-hmm. If you happen across information that might be relevant to your situation, like how you're feeling or how you see things, and you know, like, let's say you're online and you're just scrolling through Twitter or Instagram mm-hmm. or whatever, and you see something, you're like, that's a meme. You know what? This meme, I really relate to this. You know, mm-hmm. and I think this describes something how I'm feeling. And I sh- and I think I want to share it. You can do that. You can bring, I've just held up my phone to the camera <laughs> and like showed it to her. Like, this is yeah. something, you know, like, and I started, you know, this helps your, I think that helps your therapist get more insight into you. Yeah. How you're thinking and what, you know, what, you know, grabs your attention mm-hmm. and, and it's good. And I, so the reason why I say this, because I was concerned I might be autistic mm-hmm. after reading so much about it during the pandemic. And mm-hmm. after a few months of therapy, I, I brought it up when I initially started, she asked me, you know, why do you want to do this? And why are you here kind of thing? And mm-hmm. I gave the whole, you know, well, this, I've been kind of off and on depressed throughout my whole life. And mm-hmm. but I also think I might be autistic or have ADHD or both or, you know, mm-hmm. and um, so she's like, okay, well, we can look into that. We can get into that eventually, you know? Mm-hmm. And so we got to know each other after a few months, we started going over the criteria for autism because she saw that the most. Mm-hmm. And um, so I ended up like pretty much every time she brought up something, all right, she brought up something for the criteria. I was like, yep, I have stories for that. Boom, boom, boom. Yep. You know? <laughs> and I have that. Yep, I do have that. So mm-hmm. I am on the, definitely on the spectrum. I am diagnosed. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not like 100% like all better. I've been masking my whole life and I'm trying to like figure out how not to do that as much. It's hard. Oh, how interesting. That's an interesting way to put it that you, you know, have been masking. Mm-hmm. Unintentionally, they, well, right. mainly because of influence from outside sources, like uh, right, like um, definitely my mom, and she knows it. I told talked to her about it. How mm-hmm. she would like the most nitpicky little things I did. It was like, do this, you do this weird, you don't do this right, you know, and um, so I learned how to be like a normal neurotypical person, and mm-hmm. for the most part, or present as one. But I never mm-hmm. was, and there was always that offness, that little bit that was off that people could see, but they couldn't pinpoint what it was. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm learning more about that, and other people had the same experiences as well because there's not as much um, research or experience in diagnosing adults. It's usually okay. seen people see it more in kids because it's more obvious, you know? Mm -hmm. And so after, when you get to an adult age and you've had it as a kid and you might learn unintentionally just through environment, whatever, Mm -hmm. to mask and you present as a neurotypical person who's quirky and Mm -hmm. and that's not what you are. (laughs) Right. But it was, I can remember you use the word quirky. Mm-hmm. I can remember people saying things like that about, you know, kids in the class or whatever. And mm-hmm. it was because I don't, I mean, I know we did not use phrases like on the spectrum. We did mm-hmm. not use that, but I, and I'm not too sure if the word, I mean, I am sure 
on a higher level, people were talking about autism. But when it came to public school and just the typical families, I don't think we really said those things. So they were, quote, mentally handicapped. I think, right. It was kind of slow or whatever. But it was quirky. It was different. Mm -hmm. And in a lot of times it made them um, entertaining, fun. So they kind of kept those qualities. But as you're saying, probably masked other things that we didn't see because they had learned how to mask that much, but decided that these little quirkinesses that appeal to people, well, we can let that part out. But I'm just wondering if these are the adults now who are the kids that, you know, in a way I went to school with, that there was no people did not take their kids to a doctor and have any understanding of, I mean, geez, I don't even know if ADHD was kind of something that we even, those were just the hyper kids, you know, (laughs) they were the ones that were doing this or that, you know, Um, but they didn't have medicine. They just honestly were kicked out of class or whatever. Mm -hmm. So we're putting that remedial class or exactly. Yes. They were in the special classes because they couldn't focus and they would distract the rest of the kids. And then of course there became the big thing where it became very like everybody needs medicine. And so it's kind of just fluctuated. And so Mm -hmm. now I think maybe things are a little, I like, where we're going in some ways. Yeah. And there's like, and and there's a lot of like, I'm learning about a lot of autism treatments, especially for kids. And I'm learning about some, like, I think it's called ABA and apparently it's bad because it's kind of like conversion therapy, but for autism kids, it's kind of like making them mask. And the thing that's bad about that is it's the reason why I'm in therapy is because I'm full of anxiety and depression because I've been masking my entire life. Exactly. I mean, and I haven't been my true self. And so right. now I'm trying to learn, unlearn that. And I'm like, don't do that to kids because that's right. just going to put, make it worse for them later on down the road. You're basically doing this because it's better on you right. and you don't have to deal with it. And, and that's you, what makes me mad. When you, as a poor child, are walking around afraid that, this is not so horrible, but like your autism is going to leak out and people are going to see it. Mm-hmm. So the anxiety you would feel would be, you know, and that would, of course, become depression. Because you are not you and you're afraid to be you and you're afraid someone will see you. And mm-hmm. you know what a how horrible, how yeah. horrible. And like for, for me, like growing up and just like I could feel there's something different about me and I didn't know what it was. But right. people treated me differently than they treated each other. And I saw it. Other people mm-hmm. thought, try to make me think I didn't see it, but I'm like, no, I see this. This is not right. And I, mm-hmm. and it made me feel different and set apart and alone and maybe mm-hmm. anxious and depressed all yes, the time. Yeah. So oh. it's one of those things, you know, you just gotta just let them be, let them be. Right. And right. the thing is with autistic kids and a lot of ADHD, ADHD kids, we find something that we hyper-focus on, mm-hmm. something that entertains us usually. And we get really into, it can be anything, you know, for mm-hmm. me, it's TV shows, and yeah. movie, I'll get like really into it. And I want to talk about it, which is great. The podcasts are a thing because oh, now yeah. I can do that. <laughs> right. Yes. Give me a microphone. Yes. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So like, you know, uh, it's one of those things that it's just, they, they like to hyper-focus on things. And if you just get them with their people who do the hyper-focus on the same things, oh, they're good. As, they're right as rain. They're, you know, right. they're, they're good. Um, but in the, so, you know, the bottom line though is, you know, it's kind of that, what is it hurting? 
If you enjoy TV shows and mm-hmm. you want to, you, you find a new one and you want to talk about it and, you know, you find people who want to talk about the same shows that you do or you have a podcast where, you know, here I struggle to find topics. You're probably like, this is, you know, this here's whole series right here that I can talk about and people who enjoy it can listen. And if you don't enjoy that show, don't listen, but you're not hurting anybody. Right. So just let you enjoy what you enjoy. There's nothing wrong with that. Precisely. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I get very angry. That's one of my, what's it? Don't um, yuck my yum. And I always think that, you know, so often we just want to have everybody, you know, view things the way we view them or enjoy Mm -hmm. what we enjoy. And, you know, we want to put people down, you know, maybe I, try to think like you know there's some tv shows that my husband and i have gotten angry at him because he'll say i do not know why you can watch every season of the kardashians i know it's trash i'm well aware of this but you know what for some reason i am fascinated with these people i'm not hurting anybody if i have all my stuff done and i want to sit there and you know fold laundry and watch the kardashians leave me alone (laughs) <laughs> and I just don't understand why people can't just leave each other, you know, unless what you're doing, as I always say, unless what you're doing is harmful to you or to those around you. Totally different game, you know, but otherwise, my goodness, you know, just let people be themselves. They're not masking who they mm-hmm. are for fear of judgment or fear of people not wanting to be around them. I mean, you know, that's leave people alone, you know. <laughs> You be Let you, Dustin. Be. You, be, be. you be you, and I'm going to watch the Kardashians, damn it. That's just what it's going to be. <laughs> you go ahead and you do that. That's yes. not for me at all, but you and go I, ahead. Right, and doesn't, you know, I'm not going to sit here and tell you about it unless you really want to know. <laughs> you must watch. Yes, you no. have. I want a whole series on that one next, Dustin. I'll be <laughs> your guest. Goodness, I'll no. be like... <laughs> Please, no. <laughs> But no, I mean, it just doesn't, it doesn't hurt anybody. And Mm -hmm. I am sorry. I'm sorry to you. And I'm sorry to anyone who not just with autism, but with anything felt the need to mask because, Mm -hmm. and I think maybe if we really think about it, we've probably all felt that way to some degree or another, but to have it be who you are is a little different than me not telling people it sounds so silly that I like the Kardashians. I don't have to tell people that, you know, but right. for you to feel the need to have to mask who you were to the degree of being anxious and depressed about it. I'm sorry. That's just, it's feel bad that people. Well, I mean, it's a lot of way. adults, especially and a lot of people started learning. That, and this is when I started learning. It was in 2020 yeah. started thinking it's like, what's going on with me? Like, and, and a lot of people were at home. And all the TikTok craze and people started mm-hmm. learning through that. And then people were learning just through memes. And they're like, you know what? I started learning that. And I I, I read this, that people mm-hmm. were learning that they were autistic. They were yeah. like, they're kind of self-diagnosing until they could get good. But they all were like, yeah, I do that too. And I do that. And I do that. And that, and that, and that, and that. It wasn't mm-hmm. just like one or two things where people go, oh, everybody's, I hate that. Everybody's a little autistic. No, they're not. Trust right. me. They're not. Right. <laughs> you well, don't no, know. I've talked about that's one of my pet peeves is you know ocd or i'm depressed Mm -hmm. maybe you are i'm not saying you're not but i'm also saying that there are ways there are little boxes is you know 
sad as it is that need to be checked off for a diagnosis because things are not just, you know, I am sad for a day. There are reasons why someone is diagnosed depressed. Mm -hmm. So quit throwing terms around, you know, because to me, it lessens it for the people who truly have that diagnosis and they're not jokes. You know, I've, how many people have always heard, you know, I've, oh, you know, I'm OCD. No, you're not. You know, I mean, maybe you are. I think so some my, people, you know, though, I will give you, I will give you the whole depressed thing. Cause that's, you know, um, OCD though. I think people honestly believe it means they just want things a certain way. They right. honestly believe that's what that means. And I'm like, that's, but listen to the term obsessive compulsive, just break right. it down and think about what each word means. It right. does not mean that. And, right. but they but don't, they just, yeah, everybody just thinks that, you know? Right. Um, I think some people, they just, they just don't get it. They just don't get it. And they don't care to learn about it either. Like, oh, whatever. Right. You're being sensitive. Like, no, 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 no. Stop. It's right. not a good thing. Right. You wouldn't like it about something. I'm sure there's something of yours that you tell people stop saying right. it this way and you get mad, but they don't. Right. Think about it. <laughs> right. And there's other terms you can use. You know, don't use OCD. Just say I'm particular or I am, you know, I use the word controlling. <laughs> yeah. I like it a certain way. I'm controlling. Does that make me OCD? No, it does not. It just means that I have determined in 46 years the better way to do it and everyone else is wrong. And that's just the way it is in mm -hmm. my family. But I mean, Seriously, I mean, I have, I do like things a certain way, but I also know that I don't obsess over it. It's mm -hmm. not a compulsion where I can't function without it being done this, this certain way. Usually mm -hmm. I just stand back and watch it fall apart and go see mom was right. Haven't we figured this out by now? Why are we all arguing with mom? Just do it mom's way. And that's more, it's just learning what works best. But I, you know, if we don't do it that way and it falls apart, you know, I don't know life goes on. <laughs> we'll fix it. You know? <laughs> yeah. You're like, well, Pick it up and try again. But yeah. I mean, I, I get how you can, you can, I, you know, and here, but people say that everybody's a little autistic. I'm like, okay, they're not A, but B, I think they're saying that because they're trying to relate hmm. to it in a way. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, that's great that you do, you find a common, like a, a act or habit or something with mm -hmm. somebody who has this and that's, you know, great. That, that way you can relate to them. And that's great. That could be a one-on-one -on -one thing with you guys, but <laughs> that doesn't mean right. that you're in the same situation, you know, just because my leg is broken and you had broken a leg once doesn't mean right. that we're in the same situation right now. <laughs> no, I mean that, and that's a hundred percent because I mean, not to circle back, but, you know, you mentioned Courtney losing her mom as a caregiver. Right. You lost your mom as a caregiver. Same boat. You both lost your moms. You're right. both caregivers, but totally different situations. Mm -hmm. You can relate on some levels, but you can't. You lessen her grief by trying to make it about you. And she lessens your grief. But, you know, I mean, it's just one of their different situations. Like you're trying and, to one up each other. And it's like, that's not what we want to do. It's right. Yeah. No, it's just we take each person individually because you're an individual. And there's other ways we can relate to each other. You right. know, I mean, we have a commonality in that we both lost our moms. Right. And we were caregivers. And there you go. That's enough. We don't that's have to enough. have every instance of everything on the line of all that to, to right. be the exact same. Right. But yeah. Um, 
but you know, like, you know, well, oh, oh, you know, I do that thing too. I'm like, well, that's maybe I'm autistic. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> right. Do you do this and 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 this. No. Well, then you're not. <laughs> Read this mem. Does this remind you? <laughs> I found a mem about it. Stop diagnosing yourself unless you have a lot in common. A lot right. in common. <laughs> right. Right. No, that's very, very good. I yeah. agree. But yeah. yeah, that's all my advice for, for the for the day, I guess. Well, I loved it. I mean, I loved it all. But um, the discussion we had there at the end was very, very interesting. I mean, I I learned I mean, I learned something from everything you shared. Don't get me wrong. But that last one with the masking was very eye opening for me. And um, I appreciate your openness because that's how we learn about each other. And we yeah. learn how to interact with each other better we learn how to be more compassionate we learn about ourselves so i appreciate your openness and i hope you had fun even though they were serious topics oh, i yeah, hope yeah. We, <laughs> we laughed and we had fun oh yeah we totally had fun yeah oh good <laughs> and i appreciate you thank you so much for having me on and uh, yeah. i'm glad we you know got to talk and see each other and uh, yeah yeah well and i'm so glad you reached out to me because i um wasn't sure when I knew I had this week, I was like, well, I want guests, mm -hmm. but it's that line of you want to ask people, but you never want someone to feel obligated. So I was like, I'm just going to put it out there. And if somebody, and you had reached out, but you weren't sure. And I'm like, okay, well, I really want him to come on, but I also don't want to make you feel obligated, make you feel any sort of, you know, like, I'm never going to speak to this woman again because she keeps hounding me. <laughs> so I was like, well, I'll take a step back and I'll wait a little bit and then I'll reach out again and just say, hey, you know, you're somebody that could provide all sorts of information and I would love to hear about it. So I was so glad when you then messaged me on the Instagram and it was kind of like, okay, you know, I now I feel like you wanted to come instead of being obligated to come because, you know. Nobody wants that. Nobody I just like to talk. <laughs> and that is why we do this. <laughs> I just want to talk. And I was like, someone wants an opportunity for me to talk? Oh, I'm going to try this. <laughs> I'm going to figure out a topic I could talk about. That's what's so I, I always say that I enjoy doing my, you know, I do solos. That's what most of my episodes are. Mm -hmm. And they go well because, you know, you, this is what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to hit all these points and we're done. But I'm staring like literally like I have a ring light and a wall and it's just me because usually I have, you know, audacity up. So it's just these lines and stuff. It, it is so <laughs> boring. And then I have guests and I'm like, I know why people have co-hosts. I know why people have like guests all the time mm -hmm. because it's so much more fun. You learn something and it's not just kind of that one sided, you know, so if you ever just want to talk come here because we will just <laughs> we could talk about anything and i will just enjoy it whether we use the episode or not it doesn't matter it's just getting to you know you just get to talk it's more fun but i actually have my five questions Okay. that I ask and these were given to me by one of my friends it's actually from the actor's studio I want oh, to inside say. the actor's studio In yes that's what it is so let me see if I can find the list of questions and this is the problem when you have like way too much stuff on your phone ha there we go 
Okay. So there were 10 questions, but I am just going to pick five. And I like to end it this way just because it's kind of a fun, fun ending. Okay. If you don't like the question, um, I can find you a new one that hasn't really happened, but the, well, there was one time it did and I should have known better than to ask the question I asked. Okay. But so um, number one, what is your favorite word? Oh, I've. Yeah, they're they're like they can be funny or they can be you know like not funny. I mean, you know, I know. Like I remember this question. I've watched inside the actors. Oh, okay. He asked this before, so and he it's a, it's a typical question he would ask. Uh, I'm going to come back to that if that's okay. okay. Yeah, of course. So, um, what sound or noise do you love? Sound or noise? Oh man, there's so many things. I I think I. I love the sound of a cat purring, like right in my yes. ear. Yes. You know, or, or, or a cat or a dog kind of sniffing in my ear. It tickles mm -hmm. your ear, but mm -hmm. it's something like something about it. It just makes me feel all warm inside. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, oh, they want to, they want to snuggle. They, they want to be with me. You yeah. know, I don't know what it is, but. Yeah. Oh, no, I love the snuggles. Yes. I, I think mine is when I hold the dog down and he does that, you know, and I'm like, mm -hmm. he's, it sounds so sweet and everything, but I'm like, I'm forcing snuggles on this poor dog. And he's just probably <laughs> like, okay, woman, again. Okay, what sound or noise do you hate? Oh, you know, everybody always says nails on a chalkboard and stuff like that. But um, actually, everyone has said the sound of a baby crying or screaming. That seems to be oh, the one that pretty... I have heard many times on here. I can't stand, and this is kind of very specific, and it's popping in my head because mm -hmm. somebody at work, but it's also because I've heard this type of stuff before is someone's phone going off constantly mm -hmm. and they don't answer it very mm -hmm. fast and it just keeps going. And, and especially if they have like various like ringtones. Okay. Yeah. And it's annoying stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> not I just get like, no, yeah. Oh, it's bad. It's not, I mean, Oh, anyway, that's kind of like when someone has an alarm on their phone or an alarm that goes off. Uh -huh. And um, my husband works nights. So I have the alarm set in our room and it's kind of that like last step. Like he's usually up by then, but it's kind of that, you know, because I'm not always home when he has to get ready and leave for work. But so he'll be downstairs and I'll be somewhere in the house and I can hear it go off. And because of where he is in the house, he doesn't hear it, but I just hear that noise <laughs> and it drives me bonkers. And I'm like, just, just turn it off. Like when you get up, turn it off. But he, <laughs> he doesn't. And so, yeah, that's one of my usual scream. I would turn it off because it just, it gets in my brain. But okay. So that was number three, number four, because we'll still come back to number one if you want to. Yeah. Um, number four, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? And the idea with this is that I have a wand and I just go poof and you have whatever education, whatever skill, whatever you need to do to go to the job tomorrow. What would the job be? Oh, wow. That's a yeah. big one. Okay. Um, if anything I would want to do, I would love if I knew how to do it, mm -hmm. I would well, love poof. to make furniture. Oh, so like wood? Yeah, like, like okay. craft and like do different designs and not like flowers and stuff, but like, you know, just yeah. new cool things. I would love to be able to do that and like make something unique and, you know, just something different. I just like, I love quirky, like I say quirky, um, yeah. 
I love that kind of furniture that people are like, oh, it's a, it's a, a you know, something you, you could talk about, you the know, conversation piece kind of conversation furniture. Piece, yes. Oh, I love that. That's, I like, that's a good, I've never heard that before. That's a good one. Okay. So number five, what profession would you never like to do? Oh, ugh. and it could be one you've already had, but like, you know, just no, no way. Probably. You know what? I would never be in the medical profession in general. Mm, okay. I was going to be, well, not going to be. I like dabbled in my mind, you know, by mm -hmm. doing it, even going into like just uh, therapy, you know, because yeah. um, I was naturally just good. And I never like studied the book or anything, just listened in class and just mm -hmm. all A's, boom, boom, boom. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I just, I, me medical profession, dealing with people and, I just can't do it. I have enough to deal with in my own mind. I don't need anybody else's problems <laughs> unless it's my <laughs> friends. You know what right. I mean? Like yeah. I, I don't need like to professionally have to deal with that okay. or just, you know, I, I, my mom was a nurse and I've seen what mm. she had to go through with like yeah. actual, you know, um, and I, I, I just know. And then I see nurses at the hospital and stuff. They, I'm, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with any of that. That's right. great. They had those people. And right. I could do it if I had to, if it was like an emergency and you need, I needed to be an orderly or something like right mm -hmm. then. Yeah, I could do it. I wouldn't want to at all. Right. I wouldn't be happy. <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't smile, but I would do it. That's... I would not choose this life. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. That's yeah. You know, and you're not, someone else mentioned medical and I thought, you know what? I've never even considered like, cause when I hear medical, I'm thinking doctor, nurse, mm -hmm. which, you know, but I wouldn't want to do that either. It's, um, I mean, bless the people who do it and the, it's funny. It's not like, I don't care about the needles. I don't care about mm -hmm. all that it does not bother me. It's the people I would have to deal with and their families. The fit. Yeah. And yeah. I just don't want to deal with it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I have enough their, stress in my life. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's at their worst moment because of whatever's going on. I mean, not very few times are we at a hospital for a good moment, you know, childbirth, mm -hmm. something, you know, that's different, but you know, most of the time it's not a good moment. So you've got these people who are not in their best moment and you have to do your job and deal with and them. And all types of people who, yeah, man, when I don't, I would hate to see them in their good moments because <laughs> some people are just like, they're either this dumb or this selfish. Like they, sometimes yeah. people check in, they're like mothers and fathers, like it's a hotel. Yeah, and then yeah. they go on a vacation for the weekend, and they come back and they check their them out of the uh, hospital again. I'm like, this is not a daycare, no, guys. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's not. You know what I mean? That kind right. of stuff. I don't want to deal with that. No, no, it's good. Yeah. So let's go back to the first one. If you, or I can get you a different one, but it was what is your favorite word? I think my favorite word would have to be. <sighs> I have a couple, actually. It's so hard to say, but um, I'm going to say proud and not because mm -hmm. of like gay pride or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Or, or you know, I want to say proud because um, it's something you should hear from people that they're proud of you. Yes. Um, it, it helps. It's a confidence booster. You should be proud of yourself. Mm -hmm. um, hopefully you are with uh, just anything in life, mm -hmm. you know, some kind of accomplishment you you have to have made at some point. Mm -hmm. And just, you know, hold on to it and try to do it again or do something to make yourself proud again. And mm -hmm. I don't know. I just something about it. Um, it's the first one of the first ones that popped in my head. The it's other one would one. be like smile. 
mm-hmm. and you know, um, you know, I can tell you the worst word. Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, that was one of the ones too. So yeah. What's, what's your least favorite? You know, everybody always says moist or something like that. And <laughs> yeah. I've never got that. Mine has always been panties. Hate it. Hate that word so yeah. much. Why can't you just say underwear? Or why, underwear. Why yep. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's funny because there are those ones that I, I guess I look at them. My grandmother, my grandmother used to say that there were those words that I think that they were, I guess I considered them old, mm-hmm. like toilets were commodes. Mm-hmm. And I hate that word. And britches. And britches. They, she had these ones and um, she referred, she called them panties. And I remember her, she was coming to watch us and she was unpacking and she said something about not, you know, it was always like, you know, did I pack my panties? And she'd say it really loud. And so when you said <laughs> panties, I'm like, Oh, grandma, <laughs> it was just, <laughs> I hated. I don't know words. why in my head, when you said she said it loud, it's not like she was going, did I pack my panties? <laughs> well, that's what she <laughs> What? Mom, oh my gosh, that Girl, is like stop. the clip that will be like on the the little clip. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she would do. It was just, it, there were certain, and, or she'd be like, now does anybody want to go? You know, we're leaving for a trip. Who needs to use the commode? And she would scream. <laughs> and it was always these words. And I'm like, what is wrong with you, woman? <laughs> That's like, well, my grandmother was like, of course, very Southern. And mm-hmm. so she did not pronounce words correctly. Mm-hmm. And it drove me nuts because I grew up with a lot of TV. And I'm, when I was a kid, I had more of a Southern accent. I just did. Mm-hmm. I still have one. I know it's there, but it's not as deep as it used to be. Mm-hmm. I used to talk like this all the time. <laughs> and it was really fun. Yeah, but then I got fun. into theater. And as I did theater more, my voice and diction changed. And I changed more into this. So, oh, how interesting. <laughs> well, because when you told me at the very beginning that you were in Mississippi, you know, that's not what I would have considered someone from Mississippi sounding like. So that is interesting. That is a theater learned thing. So this is where I am from. I grew up and was raised. My mother was from Pennsylvania, so she didn't have an accent, but she, you know, it's funny as she got older, she got more of an accent. It was really strange, but Hmm. um, anyway, so my grandmother on my father's side, my father's from Tennessee. Mm -hmm. um, He, she, excuse me. She would say stuff like wash, she would always put uh-huh. an R in things that didn't have R's, mm-hmm. like, and she would say like, diarrhea. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> you know what I mean, like, right? Yep. Always yep. put an R in things. I'm like, why are you doing this? And, and, <laughs> I need a washcloth. I'm like, a washcloth. Wash. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, There's no R in there, woman. You know, um, <laughs> it makes drives me nuts. But yeah, uh, oh my gosh, our grandmothers. That's so funny. <laughs> it's fun though because now now next when i listen to this and i hear hear panties i'm gonna <laughs> what it made me when that's i did my the... grandma coming through yeah <laughs> when you told me that story i was thinking i was thinking of my aunt joanne who's also passed but mm-hmm. uh when we were kids we went up to pennsylvania to visit or whatnot, mm-hmm. whatnot and we went to this um place called because uh, they're from scranton and okay. we went to this place called montage uh, mountain and it's like mm-hmm. a ski place like you know, um, and we would go up there and, and we were having lunch in like this big, you know, a lodge area. Mm-hmm. And my uh, cousin 
was uh, he had major ADHD, like major, like he was bouncing off the walls. He could yeah. not pay attention to anything. Yeah. And so <laughs> he, he saw these video games, like arcade games at the mm-hmm. other end. And um, my aunt Joanne, she's very loud and very mm-hmm. abrupt person. Mm-hmm. This is how she talked. <laughs> and um, you guys want the, you, you guys want sandwiches? Huh? You want this? Huh? You know, something <laughs> like that. And then, um, and she she called for him. And I don't want to say his name, but I'll just say uh, Billy. Okay. Um, yeah. Billy, Billy. And then he she looks up and sees him at the other end. And she was like. And she's she calls him by his full name, not the, not the middle name, just like the yeah. person last name. And she was like, you know, like I want to say Billy Joel. That's the first thing yeah. that popped in my head, Billy Joel. <laughs> <laughs> but she called him, and then he like puts his hand up and doesn't look at her. He just puts his hand up with the one with the oh. index finger up, like give me one minute. Give me one she's minute. She's like, don't you give me that one minute sign? And then she yells, I'll rip your face off. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, my eyes went wide, yeah. and I'm looking I'm like, oh my god! I looked at my mom, and she was like, "Aren't you glad you have me for a mom?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. And those are the ones I look back. It it's so nice that we have those memories that we can laugh about. You know, I mean, it's just I'm so glad that my childhood was not, you know, like just what you know. It, it was just unique. You, mm-hmm. you know, you have the nutty grandma, you have, you know, all these things. And I'm just like, gosh, I hope my kids look back and, you know, have those stories to share, you oh, know, yeah. about us. And I, I know that I do some nutty things that they're probably like filing away. And one day they'll be sitting around going, do you remember when mom, you know, and they're going to be like, yeah, yeah. mom was nuts. She- you know, and, you know, I, I try to look at it this way. I'm like, I, try, I want to look back on my life and think, okay, what type of TV show would it have been? And oh. I kind of hope it was a, a sitcom. Yes, yes. You know, something yeah. enjoyable. You yes. know, it's it's right now it's a dramedy, but it's it's okay. That's, that's okay. <laughs> well, and it can't I, always be a sitcom because, you know, I mean Well, even even sitcoms back in the day had their drama. You know they did, I mean? so, right. And that's okay, but in the very end very special episodes. <laughs> right, right. And in the end, people would still it would end up okay. And you'd look back and laugh and it might even become one of your favorite episodes because Mm -hmm. it had all the emotion in there and it ended up okay. Maybe not the way you wanted it to, maybe not the way you thought it would, but when you look back, you're like, you know what? It ended up the way it was supposed to. And it was one of my favorite episodes. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I agree. Everybody always compares life to a book with this is the next chapter. I'm like, well, this is the next season. That's right. We got renewed, right. <laughs> We <Right>. got renewed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. That would be the best sleepover title if I could get away with using that. But I know that they wouldn't let me do it. But we got renewed bitches sleepover <laughs> would be the best. <laughs> so just everyone know that would be my title if I could get away with it. Because that's beautiful. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, well, thank you, Dustin. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for... All of it. I mean, we had some serious, but I'm so glad we ended it with laughing. And that was fun. (laughs) I have loved every moment. I love you. I love that you came on. Thank you so much. Why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? Because they're going to want to. Okay. Yeah, sure. Um, So you can, uh, if you want to find me just in general is uh, on Twitter and on TikTok, I'm at Dustin underscore Holden. 
mm-hmm. H-O-L-D-E-N. And then you can also find me on Instagram for the shows uh, and on Facebook, actually, but uh, mainly Instagram uh, at the Rewatch Recap or at Dustin Can Read. Okay. And you release, um, I mean, I know you, as we know, we can always go back and start looking at the beginning. But when do you, when are your new episodes out typically? Um, for the rewatch recap, they come out every Monday. So, okay. and it'll be, we just recap an entire episode kind of with commentary thrown in there. Mm-hmm. And then, um, for Dustin can read and watch, they would usually, when I do release them, it'll be Thursdays. Okay. Um, usually every other week. And, uh, we'll see. It'll be coming back eventually. I just probably this summer, probably when it's going to okay. come back. So. But go back. I mean, you know, go back and look, read titles. I always say that, you know, read titles, find things that interest you and watch mm-hmm. them. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you rate and review and like and share and all that fun stuff. Uh, retweeting, all that good stuff is always helpful to all of us in the podcasting world. Yes. Yes. If you have any thoughts or opinions on this episode, you know you can reach me. You can email at me at pedals.s at AOL.com. I am also on Instagram and Twitter at Pedals of Support. I have enjoyed this so, so much. I hope you have a great weekend. And for Dustin and I, we love you all. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. This podcast is a production of Unfiltered Studios. If you would like to know more about joining Unfiltered Studios, please visit our website at unfpod.com for more information. not ready to watch that yet Uh uh-uh you know what i'll just watch this again do you ever find yourself doom scrolling your streamer looking for something to watch but just end up re-watching the same shows over and over again Hi, I'm Dustin, and welcome to the Rewatch Recap, a show where guests and I rewatch every episode in a TV season or a classic TV movie to see if it holds up and making fun of the parts that don't. <laughs> so come on, Rewatchers, let's revisit these shows together every Monday on the Rewatch Recap, wherever podcasts are played.